On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about Summer Game Fest and the announcement of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Also, the showing of the Unreal Engine 5 running on a PlayStation 5, Nintendo announcing Paper Mario the Origami King, and a state of play all about Ghosts of Tsushima. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. And every week, it happens. Every time. I have something planned, but because of a ton of news coming out, I have to scrap everything I do and cover some of the most important stuff that happened this week. And I was really surprised on a lot of the shit that was Good talked about. What? Yeah. Yeah, it was good a good amount of shit. Good amount of stuff to the point where I took I had to take notes. So I just make sure I don't forget the stuff that I was excited about. So that's why with all the stuff that happened this week, I kind of want to just dedicate it to the big things that happened. This week, starting off the Summer's Game Fest by Jeff Keeley. This is a, an event thing that's going on from May till August. So with E3 and all these other kind of events that usually have these type of announcements happening throughout, you know, like June during E3 or any other time with everything that's going on right now. You know, it's changed, but people have picked up, you know, kind of like the baton that E3 has left behind, like Jeff Keighley and started Summer's Game Fest, and IGN's also doing something too uh, later on in the next couple of months. So that's going to be something interesting. But Jeff Keighley kicks it off, and he kicked it off this week was announced what was revealed was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 coming out September 4th, 2020 by Vicarious Visions. It's the original two Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. It's going to have the careers, the maps, not all the music, uh, and it's going to have online multiplayer. But before we kind of jump into more of what the stuff that was announced for it, Right off the bat, I'm going to start off with Beto. Beto, what do you think of this announcement of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2? I'm going to get it when it's $20. <laughs> why? Why? Because, uh, I mean, I love those it, games. The price is $39.99. Yeah, but still, I'm going to get it when it's 20 bucks Because it's, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, so, it's a good price for both of those games. But I feel like, um, I have a feeling that it's going to be good. But I still—it's one of those game, games that I could I could wait on. So it's worth—you think it's worth the price, but you're personally waiting till twenty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I thought it was pretty cool that these, they're selling that skate deck with it, even though like, <laughs> I mean, it's really just regular price. I mean, because I saw, I thought it was gonna be like a fifty dollar or sixty dollar game, and I'm like, oh, forty bucks skate skate deck's not bad, but it's like it's regular price. Really, skate decks now are like sixty, fifty bucks. So it's it's really you're buying the game and buying the deck at full price. It doesn't. It's not a fucking. You're not a getting a, a deal or anything. <laughs> is that a limited edition design? Because it looks. That's what very, they said. It looks like a. That image just reminds me of like middle school. Yeah, because I think that was his pro deck from like back when that first came out. Cause oh, they okay. Pro designs, the designs and stuff. So the uh, the um, 
So they put that on those, which is cool. I mean, if nobody ever got it back then, they can get it now. But I, I don't know. I'd want like a shorties deck. That'd be dope. Mm -hmm. uh, they still make Oh, uh, the shorties ones? Uh, yeah. Joe, what was your thought when they announced Tony Hawk 1 and 2? Uh, when I first heard about it, I was I was more anti. I wish because I mean I still remember the Tony Hawk HD. Yeah, that that came out and how it was like missing shit and then just like the idea of it being redone again, even though I think it was just upgraded to like the HD visuals. It really wasn't like redone from the ground up like this one is. So when I first heard of it, I was like again. Yeah, I was like ah, I really wasn't feeling. But the more I've heard about it, the more I kind of look into it. And then honestly, like people's reactions have been pretty positive towards it. Like. Mm -hmm. I'm open to it. I'm like, okay, this is kind yeah. of. I mean, it's cool. I did notice they're gonna um, they're gonna bring the game a little bit more modern. A lot of the some of the tricks and things Reverse. you could do in later. Yeah, they're bringing that, and I was like, okay, that's really cool. Yeah. And you know, hearing that you're gonna Isn't have the dope. original skaters. I mean, I know. I, I think the music thing I can understand. I'm sure licensing and stuff like that. They're getting as much as they can get. Um, but knowing like the original skaters and everything are coming back, and then you know, like I thought it was kind of cool, especially now nowadays with online, like having like a redone uh, skate park editor. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, people can get really um, creative with that. So I mean, I'm not anti it. I I'm like Beto. Like it's something that I'm not really like. It's not on my radar to buy at. 40 even at 20 i really don't see myself getting it like like playing through the bit but uh i'm definitely not against it as i kind of was when i first heard it i'm like okay that's fine it seems like it seems like a lot of uh, like solid effort's been put into this so cool you know like I, I think people are gonna are going to really gravitate to this it also tells me that tony hawk has no idea what to do with any new with any new company as far as a new game goes it's just no. never gonna happen i don't think i don't know i feel like he's gonna they're gonna want to keep it the way that it uh that the tony hawk games were with, like these crazy over the top tricks when like if somebody goes approaches them and says hey we want to do a uh a game that's kind of like skate where you just like it's more realistic i mean it's still some silly shit that you don't skate but if they want to People are want more realism now than the arcade stuff. Yeah, because it's, it's. I think uh, you're right, but it brings back that nostalgia from yeah. the game that people still like. So it's like, yeah. I think that's what's important. Um, because we we we've talked about, especially like me and Bethel have talked about like how much we've wanted like skating games like Skate and things like that, and with how bad Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five was, it was just like a, we got to keep this license. We have to come out with another game, what have you. Um, even you, Joe, doubting that that type of gameplay, that type of video game doesn't work anymore. Mm. Um, with this announcement, it kind of made me think watching like the press event or little um, interviews and them talking. Even if, let's say, they did something completely different and did do a new Tony Hawk, you know, mm. and then went more toward the skate style. I think you'd still have that pushback from fans going like, wait, no, this is not the Tony Hawk. We remember the fun arcadey. Like Beto says, arcadey gameplay where you're just messing around and doing two 900s in one combo, reverting into a kickflip, nose grind, all this shit, you know? Yeah. If you went more realistic, you alienate, I would say, a huge margin. Even though, yeah. like, something where you, me and Beto would even probably if it be was like, good. Yeah, yeah, like, even me and Beto would probably be like, you know what? This is what they needed to do, but it's weird, you know, because they're yeah. not, you know, they're not sticking yeah. with that, that stuff. You're like, I can't collect letters. <laughs> I can't collect letters. I bums. Um, with, with this one, when they announced it, like, I 
I was like, oh shit, okay, that's all right. They're doing one and two. Why aren't they doing one, two, and three? I would because say one through. Vicarious Visions uh, did the Crash Bandicoot in Strange Trilogy, yeah. and then yeah. we had also, you know, Activision doing the um, Spyro Ignited Trilogy, and then I was like, oh, why aren't they doing three? But with rewatching the interview, it kind of sounds like, oh, if this does really well, then they'll do three and four. Because that falls in the pro skater area. It doesn't do the underground shit, which is completely different. And uh, you don't want to do one, two, and three. And then if it takes off, it's like, oh, uh, we're selling four for 40 bucks. And you're like, what the fuck? We, we got four, three well, games. You, you know, four, four is a big game. No, like, I know. Four, you, so I'm, you it's almost a huge game. Like, I could see them doing four on its own because yeah. I, I personally Ooh. loved four. I, that's yeah. my favorite. I, I, it's one of the greatest games, but it's a big game. Yeah. So um, it's a huge game, but you'd still be you'd still have people going. But I got three in this one. Why, yeah. Why am I only getting one in that one? Um, wait, is is for the one that I know it has Django Fett as an unlockable character and it has Jenna Jameson, right? I think so. I think four has it. Okay. I'll, this is one thing I was gonna ask you guys. Do you think the secret character is gonna be unlocked in this Tony Hawk one and two? Because one of them was Spider Man in the second one. I don't think so. Probably it's not. Nice yeah, I doubt it. It might get somebody else or something else. Probably, yeah. Or maybe not even anything. It's just like, yeah. Keep um, um, yeah. Hearing it, I, th- I thought it was cool. Um, I went back because even people were going like, "Whoa, that HD collection they did a few years ago actually had levels from all three. So how come this is all one and two? But you know, I think they're gonna do if if this blows up, which it seems like it's gonna, they'll do three and four next year. Um, but I actually went to play the because I bought that HD Tony Hawk just because I thought, oh, cool! It has all the levels from one, two, and three. I'm gonna get this game. Um, and I remember playing it back then, and not it wasn't good. And I noticed, oh, I didn't have it on my PlayStation. Oh, I'll just re-download it. You can't find it on the PlayStation Store. You can't type in Tony Hawk. It's not D-listed. there anymore. It, I think it got delisted, but I had to go through all my purchases, and I found it, and I was able to ah. re-download it. Yeah, that game doesn't play well. Like, as in, it's not horrible, but it, it doesn't get that feel where you're like, this is Tony Hawk. It's just off. So where mm-hmm. this new one just seems like they they nail what Tony Hawk's supposed to feel like, and they're going from there. They're adding the revert functionality from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 so you can combine combos and stuff, which is good because even when I go back playing some of the old Tony Hawks, even though I know it's the older one, I always try to hit, like, R2 to do the revert yeah. so you can chain your combos and shit. But I feel like if they kept it like one and two, it'd feel real stale, and you get yeah. I get bored. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're fun, but once they yeah, started adding the the revert and combo, lip tricks too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it got more fun when they added stuff like that. Yeah, but stuff. Uh, what I thought was cool about Vicarious Visions is they they've been working on Tony Hawk games since the old Game Boy Advance games. Really? So they've actually worked on Tony. They worked on that Tony Hawk. Um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on Game Boy Advance was actually really good. So they've been mm-hmm. working on versions of Tony Hawk. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, so and, they know it really well. Yeah. You're familiar. Yeah. So that that's uh. something neat. Um, one thing I really liked about it is it's going to keep the split, you know, split screen, couch co-op, but also have online multiplayer, um, which I thought was really cool. But what I've, something I've always liked in Tony Hawk's games, in this one, they're going to bring back the, you know, create a park, create a skater. But what I like about the creative park is you're going to have more options to customize things like the height of like doing a rail or, or you're going to have more customization instead of just like, oh, you can only choose between these different ones. You can actually yeah. change a lot of stuff in it. But 
what I thought was really cool is you can post the parks you you make online and other people could find it, yeah, search for cool. it with like hashtags. So if you're like hashtag Ventura County, you know, you'd, you know, you'd be able to find any parks made in Ventura County if you tagged it with Ventura. That's cool. Which I was going to wonder how are the, now, okay. One of the parks in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 was a park in Ventura. Yeah. Skate, skate park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is no longer around. No. How long after that game came out did that go out of business? I guess, or they closed. It, it? was a while. It was a while. Um, I think it closed like the last maybe fifteen years, ten years. Yeah. So I'm wondering because it'll be in this game. Yeah. You know? But it looks like what they're doing with all these new levels is kind of like doing an upgrade, like maybe how they are now, even like the fake ones that aren't real, like the warehouse, just more of an upgraded. I have a feel of like. Oh, this is years later. Like now, I wonder how they're gonna do the Ventura one. If they're gonna, if they're gonna treat it like, oh, if it was still around, you know. I think it's a rock climbing place now. Yeah, it, Eric worked there, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that? It was that place? I think it's that place. It was that place. Okay. I like that. Uh, Tony Hawk. Every time he was like promoting a game, like one of his games, he's like he's promoting the fuck out of it. Like, oh, it's the best game, whatever. He starts like promoting <laughs> yeah. it, and then like it comes out like that's a piece of shit, but he's yeah. still promoting. Okay. I, mean, I understand it's a game that you want to fucking people to buy, but like it's just it's funny. Like I I, I kind of like don't believe him anymore. <laughs> That's all. I mean, don't you feel like you kind of believe him right now? A little? Not really. No. I mean, he said that about fucking ride and proving ground and five. Yeah. American Wasteland or what was it called? Project something. Bug I two. I think American Wasteland was the first time I think when all of us collectively were like. I don't think Tony Hawk's that good anymore. Now, for me, it was Thug 2. Thug I was like, this Thug, is not good. Thug 2 wasn't bad, but it went to Viva La Bam Jackass route. But it was a good improvement over what Thug was. And I think, like, I don't know. I, I want to bring that up, too. Do you guys think if these take off, like, I don't think they'll remaster Thug 1 and 2. I don't think they'll do that. But do you think them... You know, with how well this one will do, and if they do that other version later on, are they gonna improve on that formula and go somewhere new if this takes off as popular as it was back in the day, or no? Do you think they'll they'll focus more on nostalgia? I think so because it sells, mm -hmm. and then maybe I don't know. I guess it just depends, really. Like if it sells really, really well like beyond expectations, then maybe I could see that happening. But I think right now, I think their main focus is like that nostalgia, just getting people to buy this thing and remember. Also, plus like with the nostalgia, it's nostalgia to us, but for younger, for the younger generation, this is, this is again, even though this game has been released so many times, it's a chance to reintroduce. Wait, Tony Hawk? These ones? Yeah. So, oh, these games have been released okay. so, so many times. Like, I mean, they've been on iOS. No, I'm just saying like, well, as in like the parks, the the, their ver like, like uh, the warehouses sometimes almost in every other version you know whether it's american wasteland or whatever but as in those games itself because even if you put like even if you had a like warehouse in, in in uh proving grounds yeah. remember that one let's say there was a, a, a warehouse it's not the warehouse do you get what no, i'm saying yeah, i think yeah. that's the main thing where it's it's not that it's not that but i mean it level. was the game was even on like mobile you know what i mean yeah. like it was accessible wait, wait, wait yeah like 
Wait, like the actual PS One kind of version, or are you talking about like something like the uh, I want to say Boy like Advance yeah, the, the 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 original Tony Hawk, and I think Tony Hawk Two at some point were on like I, I want to say I want to say they were a. I know Engage did it. Remember, didn't Engage yeah. do it? I think what? I because I, I I I vaguely I I want to say I could be wrong, but I I want to say they were on iOS. The Tony Hawk Two was on there. I don't know if the first one was, but the Tony Hawk Two was on the iOS, but not uh-huh. anymore. It does, off, it, does it look like it? I can't see. It just says... Because uh... that's the thing. I, I don't think we've had that Tony Hawk, that two, one or two that you want, that I want. Oh, yeah, like, of course not. The, it's it, not it the same. It hasn't been as available as, I mean, like fucking Super Mario Brothers. You know, it's not that available. Yeah. So, um, like, yeah, even with, like, the price that we were talking about earlier, I don't think it's bad because even getting PS1 copies, maybe you can find Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the first one. Good price at twelve dollars. Some places will sell it for yeah. twenty. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two is around twenty. You know, again, this is complete. If you buy a disc, a disc is usually like five eight dollars. Yeah, but I think the forty dollars isn't bad. Actually, I would have forty. I was like, okay, I'm cool with it because it's an actual upgrade. But if it was like sixty, I would have been like, that's no. Yeah, I would have fallen in in where you would have were you where you, where you were Joe like a few years ago. Where you're like, I can't see a Tony Hawk game coming out for $60 now. And I agree. Yeah. You know? Uh, back to the music real quick. We know, understand why some songs aren't going to be there due to licensing. It's It happens everywhere. Shoot, you get flagged on YouTube if you play 20 seconds or sometimes even less of a song. You know? Even on Twitch or whatever. Um. But it's still kind of like a bummer, like, oh, shit, you couldn't get certain songs. Like, how important is the music to a game like Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Kind of made the game. At, at, it yeah. was one of the first games where you were like, that soundtrack is so badass. Like, you just wanted to hear it, like yeah. I felt like at that time. So with a game like Tony Hawk, I feel like it's pretty important. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did notice that they released a, uh, a playlist on, uh, Spotify. on Spotify already. And I was going through them, and it, it, they didn't really. There was no. I didn't see any hip hop songs really on that. Yeah. It was more of the rock side of stuff, which I'm like, okay. But a lot of those songs, I do recall. I was like, yeah, I remember these songs. I was bummed because the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, it, it wasn't my favorite song, but hearing that it's not going to be in here is kind of weird. Because for whatever reason, every time I pop in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, it's always this song. It's the um, Anthrax and um, I had their name in my Public, head. Enemy. Public Enemy song. Yeah, you know? And I was yeah. like, Oh, that's not gonna be there. Like, I get it. I, I I understand, but that's just so weird that it's not gonna be there. Yeah. But um, any final thoughts on Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two? No, I think it's. I mean, like I said, like I, I wasn't a fan of it at first when I first heard it, but now that I've thought about it, yeah, it's cool. I I think it deserves its place in you know being released, and you know, good luck to it. Uh, now, even on PS4, I'm pretty sure on Xbox, I'm not 100% sure, you could just stream that a Spotify playlist that adds those extra songs. Yeah. Um, but what I've noticed from especially 360, I used to love 360's music player because sometimes the games would have it in their... It, like, if you were playing another soundtrack, it would stop the song you're listening to in the actual game if it was, like, doing a cutscene or you know, a setup for a, another track. Like, it would treat it like if it was his own soundtrack. So, like, mm-hmm. example, let's say, I'm not, I never tried a Tony Hawk game on a 360, but 
let's say you're playing Tony Hawk and you had a list of all your favorite songs, probably not even the songs that you, you like from Tony Hawk, just your own list. You know, sometimes you're playing two minutes in a level to get skate and do all this other stuff. If the, the two, two minutes ends, it would end that song. And if you started another level, it would start a new track. It would treat it like its own kind of... Remember that, Bethel? Like it could treat was, it. Like it was part of the soundtrack for the game, yeah. Yeah, they don't do that. Even I was like so excited, like, oh, Xbox yeah, is going to have that in PS4, but no. <clears throat> yeah. It just streams what you're streaming on Spotify, so. Yeah. It's a small little bummer, but whatever. But yeah, that was Tony Hawk's... Pro Skater 1 and 2 from Summer Games Fest. I wanted to ask, what did you guys think of this being the first thing that Jeff Keelian ended up announcing? How did you think that was done and handled? Uh, I mean, it was cool. It's all right, yeah. But when, uh, that first day, I mean, I wasn't... It was a decent start for the being the first thing. I mean, because we got so much more after that. But it was a nice start for to kind of like lead us into everything else some small first even though like i mean it's i'm not too excited for the game but it's still pretty fun seeing that come back yeah and it was yeah it's a nice little starter for the the beginning of the week all i'm excited for because every skater is going to be on there that was in the previous game i was like whoa is chad muska going to be there yeah. he's there it's cool i only like, like him because of his name that's it yeah yeah and he had a backpack in, in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, so I was like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> You're like, I like him because of his name. I'm like, yeah, Chad's a cool name. summer games fest he said he, he said tomorrow we're coming back with something awesome it's exciting wait for it tomorrow at this time i think it was what eight in the morning i forget yeah so everyone's just like oh my god you know people are freaking out people were like oh man they're gonna reveal the new batman because jeff Keeley had a battering behind him when he yeah. was doing this stuff you know all this stuff you see people speculating on all kinds of crazy things they ended up announcing and showing Unreal Engine 5 reveal running on a PlayStation 5. Did you guys end up watching any of that? Yeah. Saw a little bit of it, yeah. Okay. Um, what'd you guys, I want to ask, starting with you, Beto, what'd you think? Fucking awesome, dude. It looked, it looked <laughs> very impressive. I, I, liked, I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just how they're like talking about how all the triangles making, kind of instead of pixels, they're just triangles to make shapes out of everything. Mm-hmm. And just how how much detail is in in that in that engine? It's just like it gets me excited because I guess it's just the beginning of it. Like think about like fucking five years from now, four years from now, how yeah. good the games are gonna look, how the physics in the in these games are gonna look. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense, but though the triangle offense in basketball is responsible for how many NBA titles? No, it works. Uh, you you uh, can uh, fit them with anything. Yeah, yeah make more shapes. Like it's funny, like uh, like the triangles. Like I I use a lot of triangles when I make my little uh, logos for. Uh, and that'll be the show. I made the Saudi thoughts. Like, oh, they're all made up of triangles. I mean, it's a couple circles, but most of them are triangles. 
That's what it reminded me of. I was like, that's how I made my logo. <laughs> <laughs> I understand this. <laughs> I know exactly what you guys did. I should work. <laughs> uh, Joe, what did you think? That was pretty impressive, man. Yeah. Like, just seeing what you can do in it. I mean, again, you know, we don't know how much, like, how much of the console it's using if it's really feasible in a game mm-hmm. there's a lot of things we don't know about yet but i mean you know for what it was that's pretty it was pretty uh pretty nice looking mm-hmm. i was like wow this is you know again it's not like visual fidelity obviously like you look at something like that it's not going to be that huge jump but like the level of detail and a lot of the things that you're looking at you're like oh shit this is a different level you know this is a whole new this is definitely a jump up yeah, like the way they manipulated light was. Looking yeah. Good. Yeah. Um. The with that, like the announcement, <clears throat> it was impressive on a technical standpoint, and I think with a lot of people, you're getting a mixed emotion of two camps. Even people working on the in- industry, you had some people really impressed and excited about the technology and what it could do, and other people who work in the industry also going like, "Yeah, it could look that nice." But you also have to weigh other things depending on what you're doing. So, yes, it is possible. It's feasible. But there's still more because if you, depending on this is just is like it realistic? a dirt sand. But if we're also – it's depending on what you're shooting. Let's say you're doing a city landscape where you're going through the city. You want to crash through the glass, but you have to have traffic. Fly, it's like futuristic, so flat traffic is flying everywhere. It's like you, we can't have all that. We have to kind of balance everything, but with what this engine can do, it gives us a lot of more ease into transitioning into not having to worry about where lighting could be because a lot of stuff you're hearing, especially with Unreal Engine 5 and then stuff you've heard like ray tracing and all that stuff where light can now be used as it is technically like in film where they don't have to know, okay, when the light hits here, this is how this object has to react to it it's just there's the object and the engine itself can determine how it's going to look depending on the placement of that light that makes sense um but it's it's like you say though like when you talk about whether this is really feasible like in in terms of an actual game i mean that's like we said when we talk about like that's why racing games are always the visual master like the visual uh represent representation of like the highest quality of graphics when you see a game you know Mm-hmm. Racing games always look good because they don't really have to worry about explosions and a lot of other things. They can just look good at what you're looking at ahead, of, like right in front of you. So, mm-hmm. you know, this this is a this tech demo was more or less like yeah, it's 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 an example of like what it's capable of. But again, under duress, you know, when it's being stressed out and other things going on, we really don't know if it's going to be able to give us that level of like you know quality. You know, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's also, like you said, it's something to, like, an idea. You know, we're probably not going to see stuff like that within the first year, two, or three. Yeah. But it is something where, dude, look at the games we're getting now compared to the games that launched during the first year or two of PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. You know, it's it's, it's night and day in most cases. Well, I mean, just like the... I remember seeing. I mean, when you play like uh, the last uh, Uncharted game, the physics and the physics in that game were really nice. And like, I, like I'm pretty sure, like eventually, the Unreal Engine Five is gonna be able to fucking kind of replicate whatever they did with that tech demo uh, within like the first couple of years of uh, 
uh, uh, using it. Yeah. Um, I like that you brought uh, uh, Uncharted 4 into it because you have a lot of people, non, not non, people who are excited to like, okay, what's the next game that's being revealed? And it's Unreal Engine 5. An engine, it's more of a tech demo conversation and people are disappointed. People are upset and they're like, why, why'd you hype it up? Jeff Keighley, how dare you? You hyped it up. I'm mad. This is stupid. It was like an hour of them talking about technical stuff. I don't give a shit about. How do you guys kind of perceive a lot of that stuff? I think it's just bitching and complaining. They should be, they actually really should be excited by this because I mean, yeah. this is basically them telling you like, this is what's going to be capable on this system. This is going to be the reason why you're going to want, you know, like why you're going to want the new console. These are the capabilities of it. Mm-hmm. And most really stupid. Yeah. It's like, most games they're, they're playing right now. Use Unreal Engine. Fucking the the more, the more recent one. Yeah. But think of that the games in the future are going to fucking be playing with the same engine. Yeah. Yeah. Even like Raving Rabbids or something. <laughs> five. That's uh, true. I mean, just. I mean, I'd rather have them fucking talking about that than than uh, fucking um, James Cram- Cameron talking about Avatar. Technology. Yeah, his... Avatar. <laughs> For a fucking hour straight. What? For an hour straight. Yeah. I'd rather have that than fucking him. Um. Especially something like when Uncharted 4 came out, I remember it was somebody in the industry, like they had posted on Twitter and they were freaking out. They were like, holy shit. Like they they were in an area where there's like a rock cliff and they yeah, just was- pointed at the uh, at the cliff and shot it. And then the physics, physics, ah, the physics of the small rocks hitting where the bullet hit and then tumbling down and then and then going down the hill due to the physics they were freaking out because it's like holy it shit like, real, realistic yeah it was realistic Did someone took time to do all this and everything where your average joe is probably gonna be like it looks pretty and then like i killed that oh, guy the, rock move. the rocks move cool and then walk away you know so you're gonna have different degrees of stuff yeah. but i mean also this shows where this the, the reveal of the un, uh, you know the unreal engine reveal would have been something during a different time of an event, whether it's E3 or what had GDC, where it was going to be talked about, but we're not having those this year anymore. So this is just another thing that kind of Jeff got and to talk about. And if you were into it, which all of us, I was surprised. I I was into it. I didn't I didn't know if any of you guys would have been into it, but you guys were, and that's great. Um, I saw the benefit of having that, but I could also understand where some people are just like, I woke up early for this. It's like, yeah, we'll go back to bed. That's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> it's no big deal. Uh, any final... And this is one engine too, you know, like this yeah. is a, an engine yeah. that is used a lot. Yeah. But I mean, you know, this just shows you like, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what other developers who Madden's are going to Frostbite, man. <laughs> Madden's going to be released like in 12K. They're just going to bypass 8K and go to, like, 12. <laughs> Not 16, because, like, that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking pixels. But 12K, they can do it. Any final thoughts on the Unreal Engine 5 reveal? Yeah, it's good for what else they come out with. Or what games they make that. So far, it's just the announcement of the engine. And we probably won't be seeing a, a ton of people use this engine until probably a year. Two years from now, maybe three. Didn't they announce that uh, Fortnite and uh, Oh yeah, my bad. Fortnite, re- well, yeah, 
Fortnite's going to be reissued on the launch of the Xbox One or Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, but they're going to add yeah. Unreal Engine 5 later. Oh, okay. It's not going to be just, a launch. I was just saying uh, I'm looking forward to what, what people do with that engine. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Hawk's 1 and 2, the announcement of Unreal Engine 5, and then here comes Nintendo. What's up, dude? Paper What's Mario, that? the Origami King. They dropped this trailer. Now, I wake up and I see, oh, Paper Mario. Okay, I'll hit play on the trailer. And the trailer starts off. With an origami version of Princess Peach. And I got to read this because it made me feel very awkward. Not awkward. Like tense. Weird. What? I got a boner. Yes. <laughs> uh, Kind of creepy because Princess Peach comes out like an origami. And there's Paper Mario. And she goes, how good to see you. Will you crease yourself and be reborn like me? And then Mario, get, Paper Mario gets to answer and he goes, no. Fuck no. <laughs> she goes, wrong answer, right answer, it matters not. Your replies are all paper thin. Goodbye. And then opens the little contraption under Paper Mario and Paper Mario falls. I was like, man, that's freaky. That was weird. It was like detention, right? <laughs> this is the newest Paper Mario coming out for the Nintendo Switch July 17th of this year. In two months. Now, before we dig into this trailer, um, just like usual, I want to get your guys' reactions. What do you feel, Bethel, about this announcement of Paper Mario and the Origami King? Uh, yeah, when I first saw the announcement, I, I thought it was um, a remake of one of the older ones. But then I saw the trailer. It was a brand new one. I was like, oh, shit. I saw the trailer. It's impressive. I, I look forward to playing it because I never played a Paper Mario game. And um, uh, I was, that was exciting that to see that it's coming out like, fucking next month or two months from now yeah because like i mean usually they 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 would have teased it and then keep drip feeding you little information here and there and it won't get released to like next year or something <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. this is something that they were probably what it wanted to announce for the last nintendo direct too yeah i think so i think a lot of that was was uh intended for something earlier where it would have been like yeah. oh it's coming out in four months or five yeah. months but this really did come out of nowhere yeah um, Joe, what do you think? As always, man, I'm always stoked for a, a new Nintendo game. Uh, Paper Mario, I played. I, I did play the Wii one. I fucking actually love the Wii one. Um, the, what was that one called again? Thousand Year Door. No, that was GameCube. There was Paper Mario, Paper Mario, and Thousand Year Door. Super Paper Mario. That I would say that's different though. Right, that was it's the a Wii it's, one. wasn't it? It's a different take, though. No, it's not. Yeah, it was more action based. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, that it was, was something different. that doesn't really fall into Paper Mario. Is what I've like heard. It. No, I know, so, like, I know, I know. It seems Paper Mario, though, but there's paper like in the name, it. Jesse. I think it changes, though. I'm just saying for those diehard Paper Mario fans who are just like, it's not fucking Paper Mario. I, I feel like care. it changes, though. You know what I mean? Like, each iteration of the game, there's always something different about it or something kind of... I think it falls in its own... The base mechanic of having a basically a role-playing RPG yeah. component to it. Did Super Paper Mario have an RPG component to it? Kind of slightly. There was, like, hit points and stuff like that, but, it, but there was definitely more of a... There was, but it was definitely more of a... There so was it's like the action so, RPG. Kind of, yeah. Gotcha. I like that some of the... I, like, the Mexican-level kind of looking in the Mario Odyssey was in the in Paper Mario. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I wonder if to use some similar uh, similar worlds like that. Like in Odyssey. That'd be cool. Probably, yeah. yeah. The, the world looks really cool. Like the... It kind of... Some of the... Like when they're in the water kind of look like um, that fucking... What's it called? Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It looked really nice. I, I think when Nintendo really... Like they do their... Some of their best like creativity as far as like art styles and then just how they do things when they start to experiment with stuff like that so when you say like origami i'm like oh this is gonna look really cool mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's not the best game in the world but i still feel that like yoshi's crafted world is one of the fucking greatest like just just to look at it just yeah. to marvel at that game and, really it and see that and just see the creativity and then just like just to, it's amazing like that's one of those games where i'm just like jesus look at this thing i, I think i told you guys a story about Oh, I played this, and I had uh, my nephew and my niece there, and they were it's like, a so they like, it's a baby game, and then like within 10 minutes, they're just both looking at it like, this looks really cool. Like, yeah, they were quiet. They are just like, yeah. and it just, because it was, it's like, wow, this is just, you know, it's, it is. <laughs> she was like, like yeah, it's a baby for, game, but I love it. The, the Yoshi games have always looked like, have a, had that distinct look. Special. I mean, they've always looked completely different than anything else. Yeah. Like, yo, the Yoshi's Island. Mm-hmm. That looks like, that looked really, yeah. uh, fucking Yoshi's Story looked really cool, too. I mean, any anything Roshi really, like the fucking Wooly World, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crafted World. They all, they all look fucking super nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited for this one. This one looks cool. I was surprised. I really liked how it started. It was, like, really had a creepy vibe to it. And then the look of, like, the origami characters was really nice, too. Yeah. What? Was, oh, did you say something? Sorry. No, I was just saying it was, like, a little, little like, darker. Yeah. Like a dark to it well the tone i like how it started the tone was just like oh join us and i'm just like what the fuck is going on i got it but it's a cross between uh paper mario and heavy rain the origami (laughs) killer is gonna be in this one (laughs) you know what's you know what's the thing nintendo doesn't have to focus on actors or trying to have the best graphics ever and they'll still probably sell way more and do a better job than heavy rain did yeah Taking five minutes to open up a door. Until Nintendo announces that the Origami King's being voiced by Willem Dafoe. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really, I really dug it. It was cool. I like. Um, never, I played a bit of Paper Mario and then the Thousand Year Old Door on the the GameCube, and like those, I never free, completely completed them. The last couple of games, I think, what was a Color Splash and Paper Jam on 3DS. Those were not favored. Well, I know when it comes to the Paper Mario games, it's always two which are the best ones, which is Paper Mario on 64 and then the GameCube Thousand Year Door. Everything else has, not that they they sucked, but they just never lived up to those. So my thing is, I'm I'm excited for this one, 
But I think I'm waiting to see a review going like, because I want good RPG role-playing mechanics, like turn-based mechanics, and a good story, you know? And kind of, I want I want that if I'm going to be paying that $60 for the title. Uh, but I love the way it looks, and I like the idea of the origami. Um, in the Japanese trailer, they showed a bit more of the combat, and it looks like you're in a kind of like a spherical like a circular grid and what I'm hearing is that it's going to be time-based and you have to kind of move certain things at a certain time to be able to like I want to say I didn't look much into it but if you're moving it to align the enemies so you can attack them but you only have certain moves or certain times to do it now hmm. how that will play out throughout the game if it gets tedious or it's compelling uh, we'll have to wait and see because I know Joe, you really like the Mario and Luigi games where they kind of yes. give you that version of combat where you're more interactive with it instead of just yeah. choosing a command and then letting it play out. You'd like to also still interact with a command that you choose. Yeah. And it seems like that's still going to be in this paper Mario. They did that really wonderful. Also the first South Park game really did a good job of that too. Oh yeah. 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 The fractured butthole in the, uh, what was it? The Stick of no, Truth? No, just the first one. The Stick of no, Truth. No, just the first one. The stick the first, of, uh, right? The, no, no. Stick of Truth is the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Fracture Butthole is yes. different? Fracture Butthole, no. They changed the combat in that. Oh, did they? Okay. I never played I didn't that one. like it. No wonder no one really talks about it as much as the Stick of Truth. Yeah. Not good. Um, but yeah. Uh, what would you guys think of them announcing it and it's two months away? That's quite fucking cool. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> you know, the when you do something like that and you're just like, yeah, this game's out in like two months, you're like, oh, fucking sweet. Because it's yep. not a game that you're announcing and they're like, yeah, next year. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, great. It's nice to see that shit like fucking Nintendo, especially Nintendo. That's out of the norm for Nintendo to do that. Yeah. I think, I hate saying this because we always get to say this every fucking time. It's starting to get annoying. But um, with how things are right now, I think it's better to drop something like that sooner rather than like hey it's coming out in september and it just i mean feels much longer to wait yeah you yeah. get what i'm saying so something where it's it wouldn't have benefited nintendo to no i mean it wouldn't have mattered but if they're like paper mario coming out in november you're just like well yeah that's like the tail end of the backstreet boys uh, reunion <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh but uh yeah i i think that was really cool yeah and you're right Bethel. it's like it's out of the norm to hear that from Nintendo, do you guys expect more Nintendo doing that more now and other companies also following suit? Like, if you're going to announce a game you, right now, you just kind of have to announce it probably until a game's going to come out soon, if it hasn't already been talked about? I would say maybe, because uh, I don't know how, how so shit won't get spoiled so much, like how uh, Last of Us 2 is going on. Maybe they might start getting shorter release windows uh, announcement than the release window like release date uh soon after just so it won't get spoiled as quick mm -hmm. try to keep it under wraps a lot a lot better so just kind of not, not not reveal too much uh too far ahead yeah that's just a guess i'm i have no idea i don't work there <laughs> joe um you know they they I feel like Nintendo does a pretty good job. Like if we go back in years past, like even uh, there was that one year where they basically gave us the roadmap for the year. Like, hey, here's what they're going to releases are going to be. This is the uh, kind of like definitely like probably the shortest that they've ever done. Where they're like, yeah, this is the new game and it's coming out this. But I mean, I've always felt like they've, they, they've generally done a, maybe not so much as 
last year, kind of, but um, they do a really good job of just being like, yeah, here's what's coming. And I, I think it fits into what they generally do. But I mean, of course, if you want to, if they want to start doing them like this, where it's like they've got something done and like, hey, we're going to announce it, then that's great too. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's paper. Paper Mario, we didn't even know about it. It got announced and a date, <laughs> which isn't real common with Nintendo stuff. No. And this, we, I mean, we knew about this game rumor-wise. We didn't know the name. We didn't know it was Origami. We just heard, oh, because there was the rumor of, hey, Paper Mario, a new Paper Mario is coming out next to remasters of the 64, Sunshine, and this. You know? So, I mean... Hopefully, those other rumors are true, too. But in a way, we kind of knew, but not really. This is not in the norm of Nintendo announcing a game and then giving a date right away, as in, like, it's coming out as soon as it is. You know? mm-hmm. um, anything else on Paper Mario? Did you see the Metroid? You see that? That's what I was going to mention right now. Uh, that little tease of the Metroid little paper helmet falling on Mario and then him kind of going pew, 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 pew. And then they're going like, <laughs> oh, what's, what are they doing? Uh, what's he doing? It seems like he's fighting somebody. Do you think that's a tease of some sort of Metroid something coming out? Because that was also fell in the rumor too when this was there was going to be a new Paper Mario and a 2D Metroid coming out this year. That was one of the rumors. Now, one of them got true, or that was two of the rumors. One of them was true, which is Paper Mario. Do you think that Metroid thing is true? Or this is just a little tease Nintendo likes to do to make Metroid fans get wet in the pants? And I think it's it just- could be possible. But the... <laughs> Like, man, we got nothing planned. It's just wanted to fuck with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we like giving you shit. <laughs> so, for... I mean, the, the uh, uh, Metro Prime, the last Metroid, it was like last year, two years ago? Uh, You mean the Metroid Samus Returns? Yeah. Yeah, the 3DS the, one? The Remember when they teased me at the next Metroid Prime at the game trailer? Oh, game with board? the four? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's all you heard. Like, that's that's kind of like what this is. It's nothing. <laughs> It's a tease for force still like, coming, but, but hey, not look, really. look, we're still working on it. <laughs> look, we got a name. <laughs> there was also a Donkey Kong head on the right. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. So for someone who purchased one of the biggest selling games in the series this year, Animal Crossing, for people who bought that and are probably already at the time kind of winding down at playing it as much as they were in the past two months, how do you get that person excited for Paper Mario? By releasing this, because like I, I think I hit the peak. I'm already like kind of done with Animal Crossing, so I'm ready for the next game. I mean, I, I called it like last time. I'm retired. <laughs> retired that game. It is no longer going to be in my rotation. Yeah. Uh, so I'm ready for the next Nintendo something to come out. I'm, I'm yeah. totally more than stoked for that. And I'm glad it's something different. It's something, you know, it's it's new. It's not anything that I've played. Not like anything I've played so far in this uh, this console uh, lifespan. So cool. Yeah, I'm already, I'm ready for it. I'm already for the wonderful 101 too. I'm just waiting for that to get released so that I can buy the uh, digital and shit. So... You thought Nintendo was done. Oh, no, no, no. Nintendo wasn't done. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Nintendo comes in and drops, boom, on the floor. And you're like, what's this? They're like, oh, hey, you know, we haven't done this in a while. But yeah, here, you know, everyone's at home. So here you go. 
they announced new games for Nintendo Switch Online. Not one, not two, not three, but four games for your Nintendo Online subscription. Three Super Nintendo games, one NES game. The first game they announced for Super Nintendo is a Japanese-only game, also coming for the American accounts, Panel de Pun. Do you know what that is? Nope. It's basically Tetris Attacks, which was actually Yoshi's... What was it called? Well, it was Panel de Pun. They just changed it up. And then they called it Tetris Attack, even though it wasn't Tetris. But then they made a version of it on the three or on the oh. DS called Planet Puzzle League. It was yeah, it was nothing like it didn't look at all like uh, Tetris. Right, there's like yeah. not even. Sh- it, yeah, it was just called Tetris. I love that game for Super Nintendo. It was yeah. amazing. But this is the Japanese version, Panel de Pom. It's an awesome puzzle game. So I'm actually excited. But I understand why Tetris Attack isn't on there. It's because one, they not gonna pay for the Tetris name, even though it's not a Tetris game. And Yoshi was in it, so I but I have my copy, so that's awesome. So that was one of the games that they're coming out. A cool puzzle game, I recommend it. I mean all you're losing is the name of Tetris Attack and Yoshi characters, but the puzzling game itself is awesome. Have you ever played those? Puzzle Planet Puzzle League, Tetris Attack Joe, any of those? No. Those are fun. I like I like those. Beto you've played them. Yeah. Next game, Wild Guns for the Super Nintendo on your Super Nintendo Online account. Wild Guns is a what like would you a call that? Like a Western shoot 'em shoot 'em shup shmup. Joe? It's kind of like Hogan's Heroes, Hogan's Alley, but with like more updated, right? Yeah, like but you're like more controlling. You can do co-op, and then you can kind of right? shoot, and it's like a one-hit kill. So if you get hit, it's like yeah. so it's like Contra with rail shooting with. It's it's fun. They they re-released that on the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, but this is yeah. the Super Nintendo version, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, you ever play that? But you, but I know you have, Joe. No, I put the the more. Recent. I don't think I have. I remember hearing of this game, like I know of it, but I don't think I played it. Next game for Super Nintendo: Operation Logic Bomb. It's a trivia game where you drop logic on bombs. No, uh, it looked like a. A poor man's Akira Warriors? Kind of? I don't know. Akari? Akari, there you go. I want to say Akira. Akira. Akari Warriors. Um, But it looks cool. I don't know. I don't know much on it. It looked like one of those where it's just kind of like... It looked like the Rambo game too, you know? Didn't they make a Rambo game that looked like that? Like the old school Rambo? I don't know. Probably. Whatever. And then or Super Nintendo. It's like playing the levels in later on later on Contras where it's like over above the characters and they're oh, shooting okay. in a field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of like that, but probably not as cool. And last game for your Nintendo Entertainment System, Rygar. You remember Rygar, Joe? I do yeah. actually. Yeah. Rygar was an action adventure game where you had like a disc spinning thing that you can launch like a yo-yo and kill enemies and stuff and. Is it supposed to be Greek mythology? I'm not sure. It's a fairly well-known game for the NES. Yeah. There was also there was also an arcade version of it. I, yeah. I do recall it. And then they did an updated version for PS2, which wasn't bad, but it wasn't yeah, great. It didn't I remember hearing about fran- it. It didn't yeah. reignite the franchise, but it did. It was okay. It was like it didn't kill it anymore hey, than it already was. <laughs> this is this is good, but no one's gonna buy it. And it's yeah. like okay. I can't think of the top of my head, but top of my head. But has there been a game that re re uh, re uh, what's it called ignited a franchise? 
I'm pretty sure. Now you're making me think. Hold on, hold on. I mean, wasn't Fallout originally like gone for a pretty long time until three yeah, came out? Actually, that was that yeah. reignited it, and then it brought in all the new stuff. Uh, I would also say, I mean, Devil May Cry. I mean, oh, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, even even if it's like the games didn't have to be bad, they could have been good games, but they just didn't sell. Like when Devil May Cry didn't do as well, and then like then they did DMC, and then it was just like whatever. And then it comes back. That came back. Yeah, I would uh, say yeah. But we'll see if it, what happens when it comes out. If, if they come out with six, I don't want to say Resident Evil because no matter what, that kind of never died because they just kept coming out with games, even though they sucked in most of them. Up until seven, huh? Up until seven. Oh yeah, then seven was. I would say seven brought it back to what fran- fans wanted. But you could argue that the newest game to revitalize a. Even a genre that would be Streets of Rage Four because oh, yeah. people haven't talked about beat 'em ups yeah. in and a it, long time. Yeah. Not like you always hear like beat 'em ups coming back, and they're like, "Well, whatever, they're not great." Do you guys know like today was the most? You know how Reddit does the most watched like the live stream or something like that? Yeah, the, the... Today, today it was someone playing Streets of Rage Four. Oh, really? People were like, and people were responding like, "What is this?" And like they were like, "This looks awesome." They're like, "Oh shit, this is yeah. really really cool." And then I was like, "Oh, it's Streets of Rage 4. And then there's all kinds of like comments, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, the, the public cool. access, uh, thing that they have, huh? The public access, yeah." Public- yeah, okay. on that. I was like, that's cool, because usually it's someone either just, like, singing a song or writing a song <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, I was like, looking at that, I was like, fucking Streets of Rage. And it's like, yeah. yeah. I was like, cool. Um, Funny thing is, like, I didn't know this until later, because I didn't want anyone to spoil anything Streets of Rage when I was going through it, when me and Bethel were playing through it. But I didn't know you can open up secret original levels. I didn't get to open it. I found out about it, like, halfway while I was playing. I didn't. I haven't gone back to try to to do those so you know how there's arcade machines you find sometimes about those? <laughs> yeah if you get the taser from the cops and hold on to it and then if <laughs> no one's there and you tase the arcade cabinet it takes yeah. you to a boss fight from streets of rage 2 but you're playing the character you choose but everything else is streets of rage 2 oh shit Pretty so you cool. like whatever the animated character but like the they pixelate him to make him look like he fits in there oh okay but if you die you're out you have to That's... beat the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but cool. you don't die. In... No? Oh, you don't die you... in the game, but you die in real life, though. <laughs> you lose a life with the regular game. Uh that, that I didn't notice. I don't think so. I want to say no. Uh, or maybe you do. But yeah, um, that was the announcements for some new games on the Nintendo Switch Online. What do you guys think? That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Until now. <laughs> yeah, it's cool that they're adding stuff. It was funny. Like, yeah. A couple of days ago, I was thinking, like, why doesn't Nintendo just add, like, two games right now with everyone kind of being at home? You know, just kind of give people more stuff to do right now. And then they come out with this when I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know what would have been perfect for them to release on the Super Nintendo? What? The Chaos in the Windy City, Michael Jordan game on there. <laughs> since that Henry's airing right now. Oh shit, you're right. Nah, they need to add Kid Nikki Radical Ninja to the NES.
So we're thinking, all right, we're good. All the news, all everything, everything we want to know is going to be told already. We're good for this week. It's so much stuff. Tony Hawk. We got Unreal Engine, Paper Mario, all these Nintendo online games. That cool. should be enough information for the week. That should be enough information. Oh, no. Then Sony comes in and goes, hey, uh, we're doing the state of play all on uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So uh, it's going to be at one, one in the afternoon, so you're good. You don't have to wake up early and... Uh, we're just, we're just gonna play it. We're just gonna show you some stuff on the game, and then you're like, "Cool." Now we're gonna do this one a little bit differently. Like I've been doing with everything else, I've been going, "What did you think? What was your reaction, dude?" There was, it was 20 minutes of information, but I want to say it was enough to be excited. So I kind of want to go on each segment that they had. So State of Play Ghost of Tsushima starts off. And they're calling it, the first part that I want to talk about is exploring Tsushima. Beto, what'd you think? What, what are you saying? That Joe's falling asleep. Oh, okay. No, I'm up. I'm actually awake. <laughs> my eyes aren't even closing. I'm awake. I'm good. <laughs> Although, admittedly, I didn't watch the thing. Oh, no? you didn't? No, I didn't. Holy shit, for <laughs> the real? The thing I missed, yeah. I Damn. saw things after the fact. Okay. Did you see any? I'll, I'll tell you what I think about it at the end. Go ahead. You okay. do your thing. So, exploring Tsushima. Tsushima? Beto, what do you think of that beginning part where it shows Jin exploring the field? What caught you in that moment? Uh, just the environment. It looked really nice. I, I Just the tall grass and all that. The um, the lighting in it where, uh, like, the moist soil. You can see, like, the, the light shining on the moist soil. I just liked how that looked. It looked really... It looked fucking almost realistic. Not really realistic, but it looked really good. You had texts. You were like, it has this type of vibe. It has this type of vibe. What kind of vibe are you talking about? Uh, I felt like kind of like Breath of the Wild, kind of exploring. Um, it looked, it looked, it reminded me of that, especially since you're on the horse. It's really similar, just because they're horse. But you're, I feel like you can go around that environment and look for 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 a lot of uh, I don't know, just look around and explore. It looks, it looks very explorable. Like uh, Breath of the Wild was even like Horizon Zero Dawn was kind of similar. I didn't play a lot of it, but it did have that similar feel. Yeah. Um, I thought it was crazy how, um, in most games, and I'm pretty sure this might have it. They didn't really go that too much into detail, but I like what they showed off was the wind guides you. So if you yeah. go onto your map and put a waypoint, like, hey, I want to go to this village or this location. Yeah. It's not like a line on the floor that says go this way or follow that, right? Which is fine in games. That's if you want, you know, that's fine. But this, the wind blows in the direction you need to go, which I thought was it was a cool idea. Personally, yeah. I thought it was. Instead it was of cool. having like an arrow, kind of like I'm trying to ruin the immersion of it. Really, yeah. I mean, it's not that bad to have an arrow, but it's cool to have that little guidance with the wind instead of like a pointing. Hey, go there. Yeah. Careful, Beto. Emersion sounds a lot like emotion. Emotion. Oh, no. There might be emotions in this game. <laughs> uh, also, you, you know, what I, I, can I just real quickly? Yeah. I did. I did. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I did see a couple of like just really quick, uh, uh, like uh, videos, just like like seconds of it, 
And uh, the only thing I thought it was like, oh man, that thing's gonna make my fucking PlayStation 4 Pro sound like a jet engine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, was like, I think I was like, it's yeah. gonna be so fucking loud, I'm not gonna be able to hear anything that's happening in the game. I'm getting <laughs> to the point on my PlayStation. I think it's because the memory's getting full already that whatever's the last stuff to save is getting really loud because it's oh, you know the disc is trying to read from the outside or whatever is my for, guess. For me, like Madden Bethel, like when we play Madden, dude, and I pause it. That's when it goes fucking insane. Like, if I pause the game, I don't know why it does it. Like, mm. I'll put it, I'll, it'll just start ramping up. And I'm like, what the fuck? As when, soon as I unpause it, it's fine. It's so weird. When I would be playing Yakuza, any Yakuza, you know when, when you would go to save? Yeah. It would kick up. Really? And I'm like, it's just a save menu. Everything else is fine. <laughs> Everything else is fine. But it's a save menu, and it's like, it needs to save, and it's just like, I fucking need to be powerful. <laughs> And I was like, like for me depending the on the game too like if there's an in-engine cutscene that has to be played i'm like oh shit here we go and it just starts to <laughs> and it just rams i'm like i hope this cutscene isn't very long because this thing in- <laughs> it's yeah. bad um also um sometimes animals like birds or foxes can lead you to other things like check out this area so you can follow them yeah. which i thought was really neat one of the things that made me go like right when this was starting like i thought it was so cool that Jin's on a ledge and he kind of just jumps off of it like the movement being able to traverse jump over something it feels that freedom like it probably won't it probably won't be as crazy as like breath of the wild where you can climb a rock you know 20 stories high It, it won't do that but just that feeling of him being agile and he can move or jump over anything maybe that any of us could jump over you get what i'm saying i always hate that invisible wall where it's like you're going down a ledge and it's a cliff and you're like well i'll just cut through here and you can't and it's yeah it doesn't kill a game but you're just kind of like it's it's like this big of a drop it's less yeah. than two inches like why can't i just kind of cut through there save myself 1.1 second you know um but i thought that was really cool one of the other things that made me just kind of like be like yes oh thank god we all know, like, look, Red Dead Redemption 2 isn't a bad game. It looks beautiful. The scenery looks amazing, you know. But Jesus Christ, having to get off your fucking horse every time to pick up whatever leaf, flower, skin, any animal, and just how realistic it had to be just, just took such a long time. Where this, you can be on your horse, and if you're going by bamboo, it kind of, like, shines. And you just hit, I think it kind of showed like you just hold R2, depending on where, like if it's on your left side, it's L2, or if it's on your right side, it's R2, I think. It could have been R2 for either one, um, but you can just grab it, and you're, you're still going. You don't yeah. skip a beat, nothing waits. Now, you'll probably have some of those people who are big fans of Red Dead Redemption, and are just like, it's not realistic, what the fuck? There's, there's a difference between gameplay and realism, and sometimes... You gotta have both of them work, and yeah. and you can't just go. Well, we gotta be. Re-. You know what? I gotta make sure that the horse's balls shrink when it's cold, even though this motherfucker who's playing the game will probably not see it. That one percent of the chance they do, my job, me spending overtime here for weeks, will be worth it. I don't care. But if you're kind of like. Tapping on a button, like hurry up, come on, let's go. If you're if you're sacrificing that moment, if you're just getting bored of something, 
shit goes the same way with Animal Crossing. Sometimes you just don't want to waste that extra fucking time. It, I was just like, oh, thank God. In, in that part, for me, personally, because it's the more realistic a game tries to be, the more it can take me out of something if it wastes my time, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you see <laughs> After like the fucking hundredth time that you see that same animation, you're just like, come on, let's fucking speed this up. Mm-hmm. I wish there was like a way you could just like, hey, can we not have animations? <laughs> disable, disable animations? Yeah. Kind of like what you can do with uh, Pokemon. Some of the Pokemon games, you can just turn off animations. So it's just like, yeah, do that. Shit. But it's like uh, MLB The Show, you could do that. Like, just make make the games quicker by, by taking away the animations, like people walking up to the mound, walking up to the, to the plate. And makes it quicker. I think every game should have that now. Fucking, if you want to have it realistic, you can keep the animations. If not, just take them off. Yeah. Uh, there was one thing that uh, when he goes into that little like a shack, oh, okay. like he looks through stuff. I'm like, he looked at. If it was me, I would have fucking taken like two minutes trying to find like through every spot in that house so I can get everything I can get from there. I'm excited for. The freedom of it just seems like you can go anywhere. Just like how Breath of the Wild is where you can just get lost. You know? It doesn't feel... I hope it doesn't feel like it's just like, okay, I gotta pick up this extra leaf to get a thousand other leaves to come finish my whatever, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm stoked about that. It, it, it's cool because it seems like they kind of take cues from other games and just kind of like, how'd they do this? And how can we improve on that, you know? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure maybe they were going for realism and then just saw, yeah, it doesn't work in Red Dead. Let's take that shit out. And it's just like, yeah. if if they're doing that. <clears throat> Next part, they go into Jin the Samurai. Beto, what would you think of that part of showing when Jin fighting against opponents in his samurai gear? I think it looked cool. The combat looks fun. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, like the Batman games and the God of War type of fight style. So the, the parry system looks cool. Um... I think that was in the God of War game too, but yeah. whenever there's like a parry game, like parry type of system, even Breath of the Wild had that. It's it's always fun to try to get the timing and like kind of counter your attacks and try not to get hit as much. Mm-hmm. I especially so. liked how you can parry, like you were saying, parry those arrows. Yeah, that was cool when you, when I noticed. I'm like, wait, is he is he stopping those arrows? And he yeah, you just see him go kinks and just kind of like parry him. And I thought, oh, that's really dope. That's cool. You like it looks like you could kind of strategize your attacks too when you're when you're going to invade. Yeah. During that part, Joe, it made me think of you, because it, it made me think of you kind of saying where, hey, when you're when you're shown something from a company and that thing in the bottom, you know, says like this isn't final or this isn't running on a PS4, yeah. or this is running on PC. I did notice in this, and I'm not trying to take any way anything away from Ghost of Tsushima. I'm insanely excited for this. But the stuff they showed, what, like, man, this game has been talked about for the past four years, maybe like three, four years. The combat didn't seem as smooth as what the combat was before. But like you say, Joe, they're saying this is what it's expected to be like. So like, yeah. you, you got to kind of go into it knowing like, hey, I'm seeing this way early. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's going to be that game. But I did notice it was a little bit... Not horrible rough, but I could tell, like, okay, frames of animation got cut because it's just probably too slow. If they completely animated someone, you know, gets stabbed or turns to the right, because I saw someone turn and it was a quick, like, weird turn. Like, it cut, like, two frames of animation or something. 
but I think for something to make the combat feel fast and better paced, I think you have to have those sacrifices. So I wasn't like, oh, now it sucks. It was just more like, oh, the game that, it, that showed it super buttery smooth. Of course, the final product isn't going to be that buttery smooth, you know, because they have to change the engine and all that stuff. But yeah. that is one thing I saw that I noticed in that combat where I was like, oh, it's not what I remembered, but that that's fine. I like that they had that in there. Uh, next thing they jumped in was also showing Jin the ghost. So this was more of like the stealth, you know, combat or the stealth area of the game where you can go into the Mongolian camp and attack them in nighttime. So they showed the first camp where you're just kind of like, you know, as a samurai, you're challenging them and then hey, fighting. Hold on, them. hold on. Wait, you mean you gotta you gotta go in and attack the goddamn Mongol <laughs> Mongol in this game? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, you know, everybody. I mean, everybody that's seen that episode is gonna do that. Yeah, goddamn Mongolian. <laughs> I think I'm gonna title that my Twitch stream was a like, goddamn Mongolian. Um, uh, Call it shitty walk. <laughs> shitty walk. <laughs> Um, that there's okay. a huge scene. Hold on, I'm sorry. That, no like in the in the South Park game, there's a whole section where he's building the wall. Um, this part, the stealth part, was as much as I love the samurai part. This was exciting. I'm a fan of stealth games, mostly Metal Gear games. You know, when it comes to stealth, you're not gonna like this, Jesse. Huh? You're not gonna like the stealth in this game. I was actually going to say it looked amazing. Oh, really? I think it was the first game that was a stealth game where I felt like... Because when, when there's certain games that have stealth mechanics, yeah. when it's like, oh, here's a stealth section, I'm always... I'm, I'm never like, oh, man, I always go, sweet, what are they going to do different? And sometimes some games do, and then I feel like, uh, you missed this part. You missed this that would have made it perfect. I feel more like I, I'm, I'm supposed to be stealthy in this game. I could move any way I want, but you're restricting this area so it doesn't work in your game, if that makes sense. This yeah. one, I loved every... In this, when they're showing in Ghost of Tsushima, this stealth looked amazing. Like, it, I loved how quick you could be, how, like, you had different options of just, like, if someone's... You know, you're, you're kind of like, all right, I'm going to scare... Okay, I'm going to make some noise over here, and then... When he grabs the guy and comes behind him, he not only stabs him in the fucking armpit, then he stabs him in the throat. It was like, yeah. it's quick, and then you you take him out. You know, like, yeah. it's not like, ugh. Again, I don't want to talk shit, man. I'm not trying to talk shit. So I always felt the Assassin's Creed games, they ran, like, you know, the movement feels so smooth and buttery, you know, in the earlier games, and probably some of the new games. But then when the stealth stuff just felt so clunky, it just never felt perfect. Again, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, but what I saw feels like it just it, it 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 hit what other games that try to do stealth don't, you know. And I hope I'm right when I play this game. I could be wrong, and it feels weird, but I I, I like how this looked, how they showed it off. I liked how um, the guy got on top of the little small little roof and knew that there was two guys there, threw the firecrackers, and then stealth kills both of them, like stabs the dude, and then there's the other dude in the side. It, it just seemed like you can combine stealth kills, easy places, ways to maneuver to hide. Oh, also, 
when when they're making their levels some games it's like okay they're doing the stealth segment but like you can't really hide anywhere because they don't give you enough places to hide where this seemed perfect to hide somewhere or attack someone from any area whether it's the the, the floor or, or up high you know down low or up high um I liked that you saw a Mongolian with like huge armor and he and Jin stabs him right in the back of the neck and it's supposed to be a stealth kill but he it, it reminded me of Game of Thrones like you fighting the mountain it stabs the dude and the dude just knocks you off and is like fuck but you kill him again like that second blow I thought that was cool it just felt it looked right I don't know that that samurai stuff's gonna be dope but the stealth stuff has gotten me really excited because I feel they're going to nail it. And again, I could be wrong, but um, that's what I liked about it. Um, I bet I don't know if there's anything that you wanted to kind of add to the, the ghost part. Yeah, it was cool. Like I, I like the little distractions that you can use, like the fireworks and throwing rocks behind them to kind of like distract them, kind of have them walk away from you so you could attack them. Uh, what I really liked is that there's the uh, that fear mechanic that if you do enough like... Um, like you have enough kills or something you you kill enough people maybe i don't know i don't know how it works but some of the enemies will get scared and kind of like not do anything they'll they won't fight they'll just like be on the floor like staring at you scared uh i thought that was cool and like he just walks up to him and kills him that's really something i want to i want to see how how it actually works mm -hmm. i want to see more into like Oh, is this an option? Do you want to go in as a samurai or as a ghost? That's what it seemed like. It seems like, yeah. yeah. Like you could, they could probably ask you, like, oh, do you want to attack during the day or during the night? Yeah. Which I thought that, that was really neat. Um, yeah. <clears throat> then they went into a thing called customizing Jin. So it showed that not only can you customize your character, depending if you're a samurai or you're doing the ghost type, you can customize yourself in any way you want. But the the cosmetics aren't just for visual it could also boost up your skills in certain depending on the certain clothing you wear the yeah. one gripe i have on it where the fuck are the ponchos i'm not mexican huh yeah what are you whoa, about? <laughs> whoa there was ponchos in a galaxy far far away in fucking star wars jedi fallen order it's a joke i was kidding well i mean wasn't Edward james almost in it no was he uh, i know it was, no, it was like jimmy smith Jimmy Forrest, Smith, yeah. Forrest, Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Well, Forrest Whitaker, Whitaker was, was in it. Forrest Whitaker was was in the game actually, but not. Oh Jimmy yeah, Smith. that's weird. Not um, I thought that was really cool that the uh, cosmetics actually do something. Not like fucking some games where you just like it looks cool. I like it because it kind of what is it? it uh, God of War had something similar where all your like armor, whatever you had, like gauntlets, fucking whatever the fuck, boots, they all counted towards like some sort of a attribute in your uh to your to your character mm -hmm. i like that i like that the flowers that you pick in the game depending on the color you can change the color of your outfits with the flowers yeah and I that's that reminded me of like a uh, zelda when or yeah. breath of the wild when you could change your armor with that certain color mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah i dude it's gonna be i i think that's gonna be a lot of fun customizing yeah. your your clothes only fashionista From the start of the game, 
this is they started start talking about photo mode. You can do any of these next things from the start of the game. In photo mode, you can take photos. You know, the wind still blows and you'll have the effects going on, but you can take photos in the game and then also um, have Japanese voice track. So from the start of the game, you can have English subtitles with the Japanese voice actors or you can have English voice actors. They also dropped in uh, Samurai Cinema where you can play, and all of this, again, is from the start. You can do this if you want. You can have Japanese voice acting with a film grain black and white visual representation of the game. So you can play it like like if you're playing an old samurai film, like a, an Akira Kurosawa film, you know, like just like that with Japanese voice acting. Uh, it's really cool that they added all this extra stuff from the get-go. You're, you're seeing a lot of stuff nowadays, photo mode being an update later on, yeah. whether it's months or weeks later. Uh, but through all of this, what do you think of the photo mode in Samurai Cinema? I like it. I mean, I think every action-adventure type of game like this should have a photo mode because, I mean, that's kind of like... You want to show off the graphics. You want to look, see how everything looks uh, with certain lights, too. So it's a it's a nice little addition. And the cinema thing is, like, that's really cool. You could start... Like, as soon as you start playing, you could change to that cinematic-looking uh, black-and-white uh, samurai movie, which is... I mean, I don't know how long I'll play. I'll probably play it for a little bit, but I would want to keep it at regular uh, color. Yeah. With photo mode, I've noticed that with games that don't have it right off the bat, like it's, you know, if it's in a game or not, it doesn't really matter to me sometimes. But I'll be done with a game when most titles are like, we have photo mode now, and it's, and I'm just kind of, I'm kind of like, well, I already played it. So I, yeah. I have really no reason to go back right now. They did that with, like, Death Stranding. They're like, hey, we put a photo mode in it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I th- yeah. want to say they did that with the new Star Wars. And I was just like, I finished that game already. I, I'm good. I, did I mean, Spider-Man I have it? Yeah. Did Spider-Man have it right away? Right away. And I took okay, advantage of I remember, it. I remember messing with that a lot. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, which is fine. Like, photo mode not being And I'm not saying it's a, oh, it sucks it doesn't have it. But, like, sometimes I find myself being like, oh, that's cool. I'm not going to pop it in, though. Yeah. Yeah, it should be something that should be available right away. But no. I, could, I understand. Sometimes they don't have the time. They need to put resources on something else, which is cool. True. Uh, I am 100% excited for the film green, black and white, and Japanese voice acting. But that will be something, if I do a second playthrough, that'll be my second playthrough. I'm going to play this beginning with how it is in color. Because I didn't, you know, buy a 4K TV not to see it in HDR and beautiful nice color with the you know english voice acting but then because you got to do the film green black and white with japanese voice acting second so yeah that is something i'm looking forward to that's really cool uh but as always they end it they ended the presentation the game is coming out july 17th beto Mm. joe can we just have The Last of Us Part 2 come out July and have Ghost of Tsushima in June? Because I'm more excited for Ghost of Tsushima. Wait, isn't Ghost then coming out the same day as the uh, uh, Origami? Paper Mario? Super Mario, yeah, Paper Mario. Oh, sorry, Ghost. <laughs> I'm getting both. Uh, I guess Mario first for me. Cool. I mean, hey, Beto, remember, this is the guy who said, like, uh, I'm going to wait on Animal Crossing. He bought it t- a day before it officially came out. You're going to get it, Joe. You're going to get it. I know it. You're going to get it. 
probably just get Mario first. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you no. get Mario, and then like the following day, uh, I got Ghost of Tsushima. You, I had some extra uh, credit, wait, so I just, I just wait, fucking I just got it. Of, I just, I just it was just there. They, 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 they told me, pass, they told fine. me, do you want this? And I'm just like, yeah, I'll fucking throw it. You know, the guy asked I'll me. Trade, I'll, I'll trade it in. I'll trade in my game. It's gonna come to. It's gonna come to. Game I told him I have an extra right? hundred dollars. What should I do with it? <laughs> it's gonna be on Game Pass, Jesse. It's fine. I'll just wait for it to come on. There. It's only on the PlayStation, <laughs> sir. It's gonna be on Game Pass, Jesse. They get everything. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh. I don't know, Joe hearing us. Well, okay, Joe, you didn't really watch it, but what did you kind of want to throw in there? Uh, No, it, you know, I mean, the game looks great. It looks really, really good. Joe, I, honestly, okay, before you say anything, Joe, no no lie. I mean, I was excited for this game. Don't get me wrong. I was looking forward to it, but after watching this, it blew it up. It made it, like, I'm really excited for this. Like, I'm looking forward to this. Like, it, it's... Look, we've had... This the beginning of this year. We've had games, you know. We we got I got the Yakuza collection came out. That's awesome. Resident Evil Three came out. That's great. Final Fantasy Seven remake, cool. Hey, Streets of Rage, fuck yeah, that shit was better than I yeah, thought. It's a great game. Ghost of Tsushima, honestly, is the first game where I'm like, this is this is beginning this year for me. As in games, you get what I'm so, saying? Because even I was thinking like right now, I was like, well, what would be game of the year? For me right now, and I was kind of like Resident Evil 3, and I was good, but eh, 7 Remake, eh. I'm like, Streets of Rage, that was really fun, right? But this, depending on how Ghost of Tsushima is in its final, you know, in its, its final form, I don't know. But this is the look in The Last of Us. I'm more excited for, I just want to finish the story and see where it goes. Gameplay, all that other stuff, I don't care. I'm more invested in the story just to find out where it's going to go. Ghost of Tsushima is everything. It is everything I look forward to in a game. Again, not talking shit about The Last of Us. I'm just saying I know where I fall in The Last of Us camp, you know? I think just just based on the stealth alone, it's got more things. Well, like, Last of Us has stealth, but I think this kind of stealth is more up your your alley anyways. But I think this game... Yeah, and, and, and like, before, we didn't know that much. Like, I, my no. biggest thing of Ghost of Tsushima was, dude, I hope it's realistic because I don't want any demons or supernatural crazy shit. And it, it's already been done anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of my, one of my fears was that it was going to be kind of like a Dark Souls type of game, and I didn't want that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we already got Sekiro, so. Um, um, no, so let me, let me like, just like, I, I want to say that th- the game looks good. Um, you know, it, it looks, but animal crossing fucked you up for everything else this year that you're just no. not looking forward to anything. Game pass is superior to everything in the entire world because, Oh, now I have an Xbox one X and game pass is amazing, which it is, but everything else sucks. Yada, yada, yada. I get it, Joe. I get you. I love you too. I mean, what do you want me to say now? Just see already said everything I was going to say. that. No, uh, Ghost of Tsushima looks really, really good. My concern with Ghost of Tsushima, well, number one, outside of being able to say it, is uh-huh. uh, um, so Sucker Punch. It's a good company. Yeah. But, like, let's go over some of the games they've done. Um, Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. One and two. They didn't do one the other ones. All of the infamous games, right? Yeah. Okay. Um... And this is this is basically their follow up from Infamous, right? Yeah, they haven't worked on anything since okay. 
I, I, I think as a track record, I think Sucker Punch has a really good. They have a great. They have a good track record. I don't think they've ever created anything, like, to the level I think that you're, you're built up, you're hyping it to. Not not you're hyping it, but you're excited to. So I I, I want. But to it, be that's excited. the thing. Like, there's a difference between. I mean, me expectations and what they showed. No, so and, my expectations and I, and I agree are what they you. showed. Now there could be a point where it's like, man, after my fifth or sixth stealth, it's just so repetitive. You yeah. know, because I've played games where it's like, man, I'm loving this. And then after a while, you're like, okay. <laughs> but after the 10th time, you're like, fuck, why they do it like this many times? Like, I'm already done with this. It's a possibility I, that could happen. I loved the infamous games. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. Um, and I thought the infamous uh, for the, the first the infamous for PS4 was a great game. I, I've always had an issue with the the way they do action. It's a different style of game, though. So I think Sucker Punch is a good company. I think they're a good developer. They make good games. Um, I, I just wonder how the final, like the final product, what it's going to like. Every Sucker Punch game to me has basically been a great game, enjoyable, like it. But there's always been some kind of nagging things that after I'm done with it, I'm like, yeah, I didn't like this. There's certain things I just didn't like to never put, put it over the edge. Mm-hmm. I love the Infamous games. I really did. But I would never have, I, I would never say like Infamous Second Son or the other, or even the, the, um, the DLC, which is actually a really cool game too, um, its own little story. I, I never, it, it never took me over the top. Be like, this is like a game of the year, good games, but never the game of the year. And I think that's always been their track record, kind of. They make solid, really good games, but never like that epic. Like, not even, it doesn't have to be an epic, but just like that game where you're like, fuck, it's like good, not great. great. This really could be their opportunity. Like for me personally, though, I don't want to over get myself too excited because I, I guess I know their track record. I know what they deliver. I yeah. hope that this is their, this is that step for them. This is that step for them to where they become like, where you go like sucker punch. They're fucking elite. Now they're like in that rock star realm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, don't you think them going this route is <laughs> a publisher. No, man. Yeah. Do you, don't you think that them going this route of like, they could have gone the easy way. Yeah, they did could another slide, cool. did another infamous, but going not only samurai, you know, but realistic, which no yeah, one has not... no one has done what Bushido Blade? Fucking Tenchu, would you count as it? Or did Tenchu have like demonic I, I wouldn't stuff even it? say to not not to this level, because I mean those games are stealth and everything, but like to like this like we're talking now. Sucker Punch is attempting to make like not even a triple A game. This is like this is what you would almost want to say like this is a quadruple A game. Yeah. yeah. The amount of effort, time, and resources. I'm yeah. sure if you, were, if you were to ask someone, is this probably the most expensive game they've ever done? Um, it's the biggest game they've ever done, I would think. Um, and I'm just saying like I I want to like I am excited for this. Like you know, no joke. I, I think it's going to be cool. Um, but another Paper Mario game is better. It might be. Okay. I mean, it could, no, 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 no. Seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Of course, I'm joking yeah, about like, oh, I got ten. But like, no, I just, I don't know. Like, I want to temper my expectation because, I mean, I think so far, Sucker Punch has proven to be a, a, a good company. But like, they're not in that realm of like, they at least not yet, of like, we're Rockstar, where you know when Rockstar is going to release something, it's going to be special. But like, here's the thing, 
I wasn't, I was like, oh, okay, I'm stoked for Red Dead, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, I love the first one on 360 when I had it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's Rockstar. You're putting them, they, they're not Rockstar yet. I, it, they're Rock, this was Rockstar. I played, oh, I know. The, I played I know. the game and I was like, fuck, it's not shit, but Jesus Christ. I have the like, exact I same. I slogged through that fucking game. Like, don't get me wrong, it did things that were awesome, it was great, but that's the thing, like, you're saying they're they're not, if they were Rockstar, you would have been more like, oh, okay, I'm a bit more excited, I get where you're going from, but I was excited for Rockstar, and I was like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but this could put them to that point now, like, this is the kind of game, so it's all downhill from here, if this is their big one, they're all... No, like, well, your expectation changes, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. our expectation from Rockstar is always, like, man, so far, up until Red Dead 2. And, like, Red Dead 2, like, not for nothing, Red Dead 2 still, like, so many people's game of the year. Yeah. It was exactly what a lot of people wanted. I don't think it was what we really what, what you wanted and up to what I played because I didn't even finish it. I just felt it moved too slow. It really wasn't what I wanted. But, I mean, oh, I, shit, I, I can right. appreciate it. You didn't. I finished it. Yeah, yeah, I played through it all. You know, I'm planning now that now that I go Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am planning on going through it, especially you know, because I mean, it's going to be the nicest way I can play it. So I'm like, well, fuck, I might as well. So I'm going to go through it. But I mean, like, it was that game where I was like, yeah, nah, it didn't, it didn't really hit what I wanted. That yeah. didn't. That's not to take anything like the technical merit away from it. It yeah. was great. But like when I say like the rock, like the next Rockstar, like. This is Sucker Punch's chance from, like, if this game goes how we all hope it goes, from now on, when you hear, oh, Sucker Punch is working on the game, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. You so, know what yeah. I mean? This could be that game. So, in a way, now Sucker Punch will be that name where Naughty Dog. When you hear Kinda, Naughty yeah. Dog, you go, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Now, the the company that was like, when you hear them now, you're like, oh, Insom- Insomniac. Oh, fuck yeah. After Spider-Man, you're like, oh, any game yeah. they're working mm-hmm. on. Kinda. Yep. This is this is but, Sucker Punch's chance. And you know, Sucker Punch was there, but it wasn't close to those two. Now they're you know, Ghost of Tsushima's like you're gonna say maybe yeah, that's great. Suck. It'll be up there. I mean they're a great. Sucker company. Punch was always that Sucker Punch was always that company, like I said, that always dependable good games. Like every every one of those every one of those um uh, infamous games were great. First one I like, second one I like, third one like the the or like the infamous on the PS the one that I haven't PS4. Great games. I was like cool, I really like it. Not perfect, but great games. They were fun. They knew how to do superheroes. They, they had a really good. They knew how to make a superhero game, even though it wasn't licensed. Um, and and you knew there's talent there. So this is that game though that we know that the talent is there. Like their developers are talented. They they are good. You know, even story wise, they make good stories. They know yeah. how to do. They can put it all together. But this is the game now where it's like this would put them over the edge. It would be like yeah, this is. They are no no longer can you just be like oh cool they're coming out with a game. Now, when you see their name, you're like, oh, fuck, Sucker Punch is coming out with a new game. Mm-hmm. This is their opportunity. So, you know, it's like I, I, I want to go in. I, I'm, I'm hoping that it it delivers, you know, but, you know, this is their big chance. You know, and I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing what they I really am looking for. Like if over anything, like I, I told you guys about Last of Us 2. I, I don't care. And I'm not saying I'm against Last of Us 2 at all. Same I just I, I don't care. Yeah, I do care about like I I'm interested to see what Ghost of Tsushima does. He's silent. I'm pretty sure it's going to break my PlayStation's fan, though. (laughs) (laughs) I really do think so. And it's disappointing. That's, I think, the biggest thing for me that's disappointing is because of that. Like, the fact that, like, I feel like this game, like, that fan is going to get so fucking loud playing this that it's just like, oh, man, that sucks, in a way. Like, in a way, just for me, I'm like, damn it. 
Um, but I mean, outside of that, like I really am looking forward. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah. You're gonna get it. You're gonna like be hesitant to put it in. It's like this might kill you, but <laughs> it explodes immediately. <laughs> it just explodes. I'm like fuck. It, it's yeah. I mean, I think we all could say that we're looking forward because I don't want to make it seem like yeah. we're just hating on it. We're looking forward to The Last of Us. My, oh, yeah. my thing just... is just I want to find out what happens. Like this is like my favorite show. I want to find out what this season, how this season ends. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am gonna play it, and you know, and and if it's if it improves in areas that I wanted to, then that will be great. We won't know until it's out. Same thing with Ghost of Tsushima. I'm excited for it. I'm more excited than I was before because all I wanted was just real samurais in the real world setting, and that's it. I don't want nothing else. You wanted real samurais in a showdown. Ooh. Um, and this looks like it's gonna deliver. At least in the realism part, because we don't know. You're right. We don't know until it's officially out and we play through it. You know, for all we know, it could be a thing where you're just like, "Hey, it was five hours way too long." I've been experiencing that with some games where it's just like, Ugh, "Cut it down." You know, this is like this game was like fantastic until they were fighting on water. It just <laughs> made no sense. It just didn't make sense. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. July seventeenth. It's gonna be a good day for video games. Looking forward to it. Yeah, looks. I'm. I'm excited. This week had a lot of game news, and that was awesome. I'm uh-huh. looking forward to everything. Excited about everything we saw. Um, there's gonna be more in July, right? Uh, there's gonna be. I know Xbox is gonna have their first party stuff in July. First party. Uh, the Keeley stuff, the Summer Games Fest. Um. There's more stuff. It just seems like, like, like we said last week, E3 has kind of started. We're going to see yeah. news here and there. Yeah. So kind of depending on how things go, for everyone who's like listening, if there's like two major news things that we don't need to talk about right away, we'll save it for another week where we can kind of do a, a combination of everything. Because I've had some ideas and I've had things in the back burner that I haven't been able to release because things have popped up. News-wise, that we feel like hey, we need to talk about this because we're yeah. excited about it. Yeah. And I think even this episode, like we talked about Tony Hawk One and Two, the Unreal Engines, Paper Mario, just all this stuff, Ghost of Tsushima, like all that is is it's, it was it's been a kind of a fun episode to do. So I'm looking look forward to that and other other stuff. But we are gonna cover things depending on how they go, you know. But yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week in Third Party Controller Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns. Whoa, 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 whoa. You are not going to fucking end this episode without me talking about my fucking first week experience with the new, with my new Xbox One X. You're not going to do that to me, are you? I am going to do it because we're at two hours already. Damn. And there's probably nothing I could cut out. Save it for next week, bro. Save it for more stuff you played. Let me do an abbreviated version. No, no. Uh, How about this? How about this? No joke. No joke. How about this? We're going to have Joe's Xbox Pass special. How about that? Huh? Xbox One X Bonanza? The Xbox with Joe X Bonanza. Look at Joe's Banana. Can I just say one thing? What? Just one thing? Huh? Outer Wilds. It's fantastic. But not the Savage Land? Because don't say Savage anymore, bro. Uh, it's downloaded, but it's I haven't downloaded. played it. 
Yeah. Outer it, Wilds, though? <laughs> I find it funny that I saw Joe on Xbox on the Xbox Live dashboard, and I'm like, "Oh, Joe's on," and I'm like, "He's had that picture on his account since 2006." It doesn't even fit on the. No, it, it doesn't. Apparently, you can. Which like, one? Why doesn't it? He has they the Joker's. He has the Joker's, the Dark Knight, the Joker with the card in his face. <laughs> you know why, right? Because it's a Cause small. That's a promotion, if, right? If you no no no, if you blow it up, it's blurry mess. Oh, yeah. The resolution oh. is horrible. Is... If you blew it up oh, on your 4K, yeah, it's going to look right. like a blurry piece of crap. Do they have, do, no. Do they have those? That, no, 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 they no, no do not, not. not that one. I'm just saying, can I get a new app? Like, is there a place to go to grab a new avatar for that and just put it on there? Well, not a Joker one, but you can. No, you can, yeah, just yeah, you can go through your profile and change your profile pic. Oh, you can okay. do that. And, I didn't even think about it's it. Like on your freaking Instagram, bro. I, think I, I don't do that no more. I just, I just don't like that. Shit's all just. It's not that it's like I Are you can't make do it. Your, like I'm your not, Xbox like I'm avatar not able joke? to do it, but I'm just like I don't know. I'm like whatever. Make your Xbox like avatar. The, the old Xbox 360 avatars like had a, like a sassy hip to the to the side and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Controller Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. I want to show you today's. Um, I thought you podcast. said I want to show you titties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to see it? I'll show it to yeah, you. Yeah, I'll show your titties. Show your titties. No. Fuck your bush. <laughs> <Good girl. laughs>